0: Well, we're uh, here in the Convene studios, but we're not because we're with Justin Bieber and his friend in the car. His friend is Josh Wilbur, who is an entrepreneur, inventor, creator. He's been involved in a number of startups uh, of very cool companies on the founding team of the fintechs payment company, Paystand, director of experience at Vintage Church up there in the Bay Area of California, and the COO. This is, this is the cool part of kickstarter's phenomena bibliotheca my kids are jealous we're talking but gosh you also have a life that's deeply anchored in faith and you want to bring positive change to the world we're going to talk about that so welcome to the broadcast
1: great glad to be here thanks
0: greg steeped coffee an innovative new brewing method that combines see if i get this right specialty coffee in a single serve steep bag for the first time in history Convene, on the other hand, for people who might not have uh, heard of us before, is a comprehensive leadership organization involved in consulting and coaching and Christian peer groups across the world from Rwanda to the United States, and we can be found at convenenow.com. So Josh, you've uh, invented an idea eight years ago, and it's a real company now. So tell us how we got from an idea one day somewhere on the beach in Santa Cruz or wherever to a real company. Take us on the journey.
1: Yeah. Where's the easy button? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, no, um, it's definitely been a crazy journey of, uh, my whole life's kind of been entrepreneurial and ever since I was little, I've lost of ideas and write them down and, you know, sometimes they take you down crazy paths, but, uh, on this particular one, um, I came up with it eight years ago, just out of necessity, uh, going to the in-laws house for Thanksgiving. Uh, I didn't want to bring my whole coffee snob set up of like, you know, grinder way beans and brewing apparatus and everything else. I thought it's gotta be easier to have a good cup of coffee without having to, you know, use instant, you know, drinking your grinds or pods, you know, at the in-laws or whatever like that. So, um, it's got to be easier than this. And so I I just started playing around and ordered some materials online, stapled, and just made a minimal viable product basically. And then made all my friends try it and uh, thought that could work, you know, and then I shelved it, um, got involved in, uh, you know, a bunch of startup stuff with, um, you know, marketing media company I ran and then the church stuff and then paystand and bibliotheca and all that kind of stuff. But eventually I picked that back up, uh, Ended up doing a, I flew out to Florida in between the paystand and bibliotheca job. And on that flight to visit my grandmother, I did the entire business plan and journaled for five hours straight and just downloaded the whole steep coffee concept stuff. We're still rolling out and um, did the ethos, business plan, marketing plan, designs, you know, you name it. And, um, and then when bibliotheca wrapped up, it was Like, yeah, I had a real good uh, experience with going from just digital online type stuff, working with people at vintage at the church, and then now, you know, doing physical products and having an idea and creating it and getting it out there. And I was really attracted to that. So I thought, you know what, let's start teasing out this steeped coffee idea to people and it was really well received everyone wanted it right away and uh you know i've had a lot of ideas that haven't been good ones too and had a lot of business failures as as you learn as you go that were fun um costly uh some others just time and uh and then this was one that just decided to pick up and um you know carry the torch so it, it, was, it was a crazy journey coming into it too um coming from the background of of those specific things i really Cared about what I spent my time doing, what the purpose of, uh, you know, my life was, and what God had in store for me, and so I took a lot of a lot of time to really pray about it and dig in and and say, is this something that's I'm being called to do? Is this something that can have impact? Now, uh, is this something that's worthy of my time and my family's time and whoever I hire's time and stuff like that? Can coffee be something that God uses as a tool or a vehicle to you know, uh, improve lives and change and change things for the better. And, mm-hmm. uh, that was a tough one. I had to really <laughs> wrestle with that. And I get some clarity one day, uh, that was kind of next level, uh, you know, in my face, God responding to those prayers and kind of like, uh, releasing me into that and really felt like this could be used as a vehicle and that God's the, the God of creativity. And we are allowed to pursue and be empowered by, you know, those, those inspirations and innovations that were given and that we yeah. can use anything as a vehicle for, for change and for, for Sweet. Going. So, yeah, that's how it all kind of kicked off. So that was back in 2016,
0: 17. Huh? Wow. And that's not too far from now. Um, <laughs> yeah. it, it feels like maybe you should be doing this, but it, is it okay if I show them what a steeped coffee? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, I'm glad you have one. I,
1: I drank all mine.
0: So there uh, is what it looks like in the bag. There's a different, uh, uh, in the packaging, there's a lot of different um, flavors. But then we just open the bag.
1: Yeah, make sure you oh. smell it.
0: Oh, and we smell it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there we go. Into the cup, right? Yep. So, hey. Um, you got practice. And then you dunk, dunk, dunk. Uh, but I have ex- more exciting news. I don't know if you've seen this yet, but... We at Convene are excited to help people steep in their leadership journey, so we're going to be doing a private label brand uh, of the product.
1: Nice. And it's,
0: uh, thanks to our creative director, it says, "Sit back and steep on the next steps of your leadership journey." Whoa, nice. ho, ho. <laughs> so we'll talk right. more about that at the end of our time, but um, I imagine it hasn't been an easy journey. What were some of the rough moments where uh, God needed to show up or things might not make it?
1: Yeah, there was a lot of those. God's been really present in the timeline and storyline of, you know, my personal journey and thus as, you know, leader of a company, uh, the company's journey. Um, the that, that day I was just telling you about, for instance, at the church uh, set basically encouraged me so i i was praying 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 like is this something that's for me god is this something i should be doing and, and kind of wrestling with all these things and i had these two girls i've never met before never met since uh come up to me and they're like hey we just had the feeling that we needed to pray for you do you mind if we pray for you I was like yeah okay cool and they literally went through and answered every single question i was asking and it was the wow. weirdest thing and and i got totally just you know just rocked by it And I was like, Oh, okay. I I don't normally swim on that end of the pool. It's a little too deep, but like it was, the water was good. So I was enjoying that experience. And then two minutes later, I'm like, well, must be circumstance. I'm thinking about these things. I'm probably just interpreting and I can pretty much explain anything away. I'm pretty good at that. And, uh, And then, and then God's like, Nope. And he sent two guys that I've known for 20 years and they came up to me two minutes later, right. When I was, reprocessing and they said hey you mind if we pray for you just had this you know like just felt like we needed to and they said the same exact things it was it was like okay I get it I'm stubborn but you know I just got so encouraged by that and so kind of released into what I was doing through the prayer wrestling with it and then those answered prayer like just that direction and um, for all of those challenging times for the next two years that befalls almost all startups and and startup journeys. Um, you know, when you go home and you have your wife's like, Hey, can I have some quarters to do laundry? And you're like, sorry, like, I can't give you a quarter. I can buy you a meal on my credit card, but I have no money. Like, and we just start laughing, like startup life, you know, we did it, but like challenging times, you know, and, um, all of these times where you're not sure you're going to make it, or I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to, you know, take care of payroll and rent on Monday. And then God shows up with some crazy phone call out of nowhere and, and, and just these crazy, you know, things that happen along the way that um, I think God, for my personal journey, no knew I needed that uh, initial foundation. I could continue to look back on and yeah. say, you know what? God's in this. I'm good. I'm trusting in him on these things, whether it succeeds or not, like end of the day, I'm still loved. I'm still, you know, I'm in this amazing relationship with God and like and Jesus. and And that's, that's my foundation. So I can get through it all. And, yeah, sweet, sweet. You know, so. Sweet.
0: Yeah. yeah um, we haven't talked about this, but did, it, did you already know theologically <clears throat> before you started the company that your work, no matter what you do, glorified God? Or did you, when you were at the church, did you feel like, oh, now I'm really serving God. Uh, making a coffee product might be second best. Talk,
1: talk about that journey. Yeah. of. I definitely struggled through that. When I, was, when I was transitioning out of my time to the church, tri- so I was running a company for 15 years, marketing media, when I basically decided to close up shop for a sabbatical from my own company and go volunteer at the church. And I just showed up and said, what can I do? and then that ended up starting and kickstarting like an internship program which then started a bunch of different ministries and then all of a sudden I'm you know now on staff you know a year later and just kind of plugged in for four years after I, that so.
0: if if i remember my journey and many 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 other people's journey the church this is not a criticism it's it's a, just a fact the church is always happy to have a business guy's skills uh, for little little cost. <laughs> no, of
1: course, yeah, no, and 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 they 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 took care of me too, but they were happy to have me show up. And then I think in life and with anything, if you show up and you create value and you make a space from the what you bring to the table, and you just you know you create. If you try to leave, it creates a void, and it's really hard. So people want want to have you maintain that space you created. So even if you're helping out um i think that kind of goes for a lot of things even with business you know if you add value people are going to want you around to continue to to add that so um so, so i mean that was encouraging just to know that i had some impact and that was something that people appreciated at the time but yeah. you definitely go through that that struggle of like okay well now i'm definitely you know uh i'm in ministry right like i must be doing god's word and you know right. you that can get really convoluted you know it's it's you know uh christian faces is you know my personal relationship with jesus as is everyone else's personal relationship with him not what i'm doing for a job and um i think the meaning behind those things can can get cloudy sometimes but when i was thinking about leaving um transitioning from church to a different full-time job um It was a struggle. And I I read some scripture, I think it was in Romans about um, uh, that. I really felt empowered around that was releasing me from not just, you know, vocational ministry type, you know, it's like that you can be doing, you know, kind of like that impactful and meaningful work uh, no matter what you do in life, whether it's out in the, you know, marketplace uh, or whether it's, you know, doing ministry, It, it happens everywhere there's no you know churches and four walls it's 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 a community of of believers around the planet right
0: yeah so it was it
1: was that kind of perspective that that released me kind of yeah i can have impact no matter what i'm doing and and so that's what i kind of set out to do and and i did have that sense of no matter what i do i want to have impact in it which was always making me really evaluate what my next steps were yeah. Uh, to make sure that I could do that with the things I was choosing to do.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Well, I mean, it's one thing for people to say, there's some easy analogies, you know, uh, if the trash doesn't get picked up, the world is going to be messier. If the doctor doesn't do surgery, people might die. But I know uh, from scripture that God says all things can glorify him. And so uh, when we do a spreadsheet, when we fix a car or when we create uh uh, coffee in a product like this, God says that's my boy i'm glorified, and uh, it's it's a good thing. My kids actually went on a camping trip for ten days uh yesterday and they brought along their steep coffee so i'm i'm glad <laughs> I'm glad you invented it
1: yeah oh, thank you but Beautiful. let's talk
0: about that for a minute um disruptive technology is what this is in a way in the global coffee market uh can yeah. you tell us some things without? Uh, us having to erase the entire interview for Trade Secrets.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. Um, so, I mean, essentially, uh, I wanted to be able to bring two major trends in the market together and improve on both of those that I felt were kind of each missing out on uh, the next step. And so you have uh, specialty coffee, which is ethical, high quality, direct trade, like all these different you know, third wave type movements of how to treat and interact with you know farmers and relationships and all those focuses on ethics and stuff. So uh, that movement is really big here in Santa Cruz. So it's just you kind of live and breathe it with some of the coffee companies that are that are here with Cat and Cloud and Verve and, and some of these other these other brands. So um, and then I wanted to bring the convenience that they were missing because they're not willing to grind their coffee or and send it out or uh pre-portion it or you know or put it in a pod or even you know like uh turn it into something that you you know instant coffee that you're trying to resurrect you know so um so that was important to be able to provide that aspect of the coffee trend to that market right and ser- and help serve them and give them something they didn't have but on the flip side you have specialty uh single serve coffee and that's the convenience factor and like you can go into convenience stores, and it doesn't even say coffee. The whole coffee section just says single serve, right? And right, it's like, it's right. a huge growing trend and people really appreciate the convenience. So, but then now you're tied to machines, uh, you're plugged in, you can't move around. There's a high barrier to entry. You actually have to buy a machine just to buy the product and right. 85% of homes don't even have one, so you, you know, can't even get the stuff. And then there's a huge waste factor with it. And, you know, I, we did some math and there's been enough pods sold uh, since 2009 to wrap around the planet, side by side, 130 times. Wow. They're all in landfills. Wow.
0: Uh,
1: and we just said there's got to be a better way than forcing water through plastic at high pressure for 30 seconds. You know, like where can you get that specialty coffee experience that so many people love now, but in a convenient way? And that's that's where this was birthed out of.
0: Wow. Um, uh, so. you just You just need hot water, I guess, would be a way to say it. Yeah. All you need is
1: water. Really. Uh, we we are just launching out a cold brew as well with the same bags, just through different directions, leave it in your fridge overnight for 24 hours. Uh, we just qualified that. So there's, all you need is water You can go hot, hot, hot coffee, cold brew, whatever you want, but it's uh, the simplest method that, that gets you that kind of barista approved, um, quality so yeah
0: plus taking the uh the big machine in your suitcase on a trip is so (laughs) so 80s right yeah no come on (laughs) um but josh uh you have a heart that's anchored in deep faith and you want to bring positive change to the world as well as where you live can you tell our listeners a little bit about that
1: yeah um And ironically too, when we, uh, we went to the leadership co-lab last year, uh, and it was, it was a really interesting time in our company because we were getting connect up with a lot. We were getting connected up with a lot of cool groups like, um, uh, transform the Bay for Christ and, um, Nancy, yeah, Nancy. And uh, we had a dinner over at Pat Gelsinger's house. and I didn't even know who any of these, you know, people were like, just just the names, just through, you know, the community and stuff, but not like what what the inspiration and activity was behind what everyone was doing. And and then, you know, that started inspiring me. Uh, and then going down to the leadership collab and seeing like, well, wow, this is there's like seven hundred people in this room who are all business leaders following after their faith and putting that first as their leading companies. And it was like, yeah. I mean, I'm not the only one. This is so great. Like that's Yay. nice you know that's nice to know. Like you can, people can really feel like they're on an island sometimes, and you don't have that community, and people don't understand like the things that you're focused on, or maybe struggling with, or or having some of those common, um, you know, common things that are so core uh, to to you know how we function and live in our belief structures. So it's like just seeing that was really encouraging. And then I was there for a pitch competition, right? Um, and then. I had never pitched to like a room like that before, and I'm I'm terrible I'm terrible with five minute pitches uh, I found out. But um, uh, what it made me do is the whole night I pulled an all nighter be- before that, so I was I was beside myself when I actually went up there. But what came out of that all nighter and what came out of that whole weekend with Leadership Collab was this thing called Marketplace Missions uh, Directive, and it's and it ended up being like this eight page kind of like directive, putting structure and words to everything that we were already working on or wanted to be working on and get it into this document. And that involved our mission statement, our core values, putting definition on those things, and then a bunch of other programs as well. Like, um, yeah, like the type of leadership I do is like pastoral leadership with my company. It's bottom up, not top down. It's service-based leadership. And it's really looking at how, you know, how Jesus led and trying to mirror what I'm doing off of those those things that I value. And then, uh, you know, our giving account, uh, 1% of our top line revenue um, going out. So that way we can focus on profits coming in, not just on uh, as... Is you know, turning it upside down. It's not just the money. It's we also get to give that. And then the whole company gets to celebrate profits based on the impact that we get to have by having success. Right. And it's like, you right. know, it's closely mirrored with, you know, the, the kind of the beautiful journey of tithing. Right. And it's like, we get to do that as a company and as a group and people are getting to vote on who we partner with and things like that. And that was cool. So it's like all of these different initiatives, uh, including the pack you just held up was, um, you know our our packs for packs for impact basically, um, we should have called them impacts. Uh, huh. But um, you know it's tools for kingdom impact, and that's you know they're like a business card or for gifts or hints or but it's like it's taking the branding and all of the passion that organizers have and helping them spread their message through a simple cup of coffee. Right. Um, you know, and we've been doing a bunch of these for churches now uh, with, with our marketplace missions directive. And um, someone all of a sudden gets to go up to a neighbor or a coworker and be like, hey, have you seen these cool steeped packs? And have you yeah. ever seen this? No, I haven't seen it, let's have one. And then now you're having a cup of coffee. They just kind of know without even having a weird conversation that you're now part of whatever the, the branding is on the pack and yeah. they get it. And you get to like have intentional connection um yeah, and then eventually some prayer maybe together and maybe take one home and now there's some information on it so that's kind of like yeah. the, the heart behind that
0: great great well you um referenced the fact that you kind of felt like you were on an island in the middle of wherever uh um out in the pacific let's say <laughs> and uh, you thought you were all by yourself and then you came to leadership collab figured out there were 700 other people just like you and so we talked at the leadership collab of this uh, peer-to-peer group called Convene, obviously, yep. and you joined. So, uh, talk about yeah. how your Convene team may have helped you in your leadership journey. And then there's a chair, uh, as we call them, a leader, a coach of your group, and that's helped you too. Talk about that.
1: Yeah, no, that was really. Uh, I mean, I was a little clueless, even like even when I was at the conference. For with who the groups were so as I get to like just be there and experience these amazing talks and discussions and be inspired and all that kind of stuff was like you know I, I went home and dug in I was like oh this is like a an actual group uh, for um, you know uh, leaders to you know get support and things like that I didn't really understand it fully I think you and I connected and um, just on more of a personal level with some stuff that you know around Christmas which was really funny and and then it kind of got me rethinking about it then I ended up connecting up with my leader now uh, of our group at the time and you know he's just telling me about how you know this is a great thing for just being around other leaders to get Uh, to work through potential issues that you might have in a confidential space uh, in order to just be able to connect on different levels uh, and really glean through other people's experience and then uh, hopefully your experience is helping other people with their own stuff and then there's one-on-one time as well so I've really seen um, a huge huge impact for me in my own life and with my own leadership and also how I mean, when my leadership's better, my company's doing better. Um, So, I I mean, it's it is my responsibility to keep improving as a leader. I have a lot of I have a lot of room for growth. Uh, So, you know, this has been a a huge part of that. And so, maybe maybe
0: take us to one of those moments without uh, taking us into the inner sanctum of your relationship with your coach, Jim Woodward. Okay. Uh, in, and he's in Texas, interestingly enough, and you're in California. But yeah. kind of take us to one of those phone calls. Somebody might be listening saying, oh, you know, I've heard about coaching, but I don't know. Maybe I don't need it. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, yeah. I can do this. But, you know, you dial the phone and Jim picks up and what, what kind of happens in that half hour, 45 minutes?
1: Yeah. When, like when Jim and I first connected or just in general, like and now that I'm part of the group and all that. Yeah.
0: I, now, now,
1: yeah, that's, that's had the most impact. Um, so there's two parts. I'm on an online group, especially with the times. Uh, I, I think everyone kind of is, even if they weren't maybe, but, uh, my group is online and will continue to be online, uh, versus in person. And so we meet a couple times a month for a few hours uh, as a team on zoom and, just about 10 of us um, and we're all connecting we go through different uh, we take turns with different uh, challenges that we might have as a business and then get people's feedback both you know biblically and through their experience and then we have a follow-up on that to see how we um, you know we made it through that challenge that we had so I'm getting to I actually just did my first one a couple weeks ago where I got to walk through a challenge I was having as a business leader uh, and for my business, and then I got great feedback on how to solve those problems. Sweet. Um, so that was great, and that, and then and it's we've already implemented stuff that's been an issue. But um, but then we also get one-on-one time. Uh, I do with Jim um, once a month, and and call, you know we can connect up otherwise. But. Uh, where we're specifically going over things and it's kind of an open time we can go over specific business growth or looking at numbers or analytics or like some, some kind of work exercise but I've primarily used my time as more counseling uh, yeah uh, here's what I'm dealing with what are your thoughts jeez help me let's pray through this and yeah uh, and how, you know, how does that work for you I've gotten great feedback it's just good to be able to communicate on a level that someone understands where I'm not like you know, I don't know, just, it's just, a, it's, it's hard to explain, but it, it's been really comforting uh, and I'm able to process through things in a different way than I would just with, you know, any of my, you know, my other friends you know, in, that, right. in that way. That's so it's, it's, it's been really nice, uh, especially with everything going on with, you know, COVID. And I mean, we just navigated some really challenging times, but I had a couple of those meetings with Jim that were pivotal um you know and just getting to say here's what i'm dealing with here's what's going on we pray about it and then you know hopefully the next time we're having a praise report and just here here's how that was resolved and not always you know it's not always the case but sometimes you get to celebrate with with those wins as well um but just feeling supported like that and just getting some real practical advice in tough times uh, and how to rise up and be a better leader in those times is yeah
0: good you know, good so it's, it's well how about years. how about some exciting things without uh revealing what the securities exchange commission says we can't <laughs> reveal uh no <laughs> or well, <laughs> but what, what, what's exciting
1: for uh the future of steeped yeah we're uh, a lot of new partnerships for rolling out we are. Uh, we license out our technology as a brewing method to other roasters and companies and probably all kinds of stuff. And so we just, um, we've got some great partnerships about to roll out, some that I already have, um, but we're partnered up with over 150 um, really well known, you know, uh, great relationship coffee roasters around the country and the globe. Um, so those are continuing to roll out. We're really excited about each and every one of those partnerships. Um, we also are doing a bunch of stuff with national distribution, which is really exciting. That's upcoming. Uh, From more of like a, I don't know, fanboy side of things, just we, we, we have some uh, promotional stuff that might, may or may not come up in the next couple of months here. Uh, we just did a, uh, we just got featured on Ellen. That was pretty fun. Oh, wow. Uh, had the Kardashians posting about us and scripty nice. like, Teigen and all this stuff. I'm like, I don't even know who these people are but uh, but it was a lot of fun and um, that's great and obviously
0: I, Justin Justin Beaver is a fan
1: a huge fan I mean you know uh, so, yeah no the the Ellen thing came through this program we did called uh, you give we give which was a response we were doing early on to the COVID thing for uh, getting coffee to frontline healthcare workers to help keep them fueled and encouraged and so people could Buy, um, buy a pack and then we would give a pack as well and then deliver it to where it was needed the most so we've been able to deliver over i think uh well over fifty thousand uh packs probably closer up to 60 uh to healthcare workers um in high impacted hospitals frontline workers police departments fire departments and stuff like that over the last couple months and that's been cool uh, really encouraging and that was part of the that was uh, part of why we were on allen we were part of that they decided to get on board with that box and uh, put, it, put us in every box, but then also match it and give packs to healthcare workers. Oh, that's so that great.
0: Pretty- well, yeah. in our little small way at Convene, uh, there's thousands of people that are going to know about this product. And uh, we're going to take this guy here, our little private branded one, and use it this summer and this fall as promotional uh, material. And we're going to do just what it says, ask people to sit back and steep on the next steps on their leadership journey. And uh, I would say if you're listening and you want to participate in uh, finding out more about convene, just write us at info at convenenow.com. That's info at convenenow.com on the screen. And we'll connect you to our leadership learning platform and we'll send you some information via email and we'll send you a free sample of steeped coffee, which you can find out more about at steepedcoffee.com. So Josh, any closing thoughts as we uh talk to Christian CEOs out there from uh really around the world?
1: Yeah, I just encourage everyone to um yeah you know, all the brothers and sisters out there I just encourage everyone to keep uh just keep close um with your faith and keep finding ways to creatively uh m- mirror those things into what you do in everyday life, whether it's uh, how you treat people, how you lead your teams, uh, your, you know, your, your employee policies, there's so many different ways that you can react to um, and, and mirror and, and reflect that love that we've been given and, and that we get to carry uh, and, and hopefully spread out. So um, yeah, just keep, keep it up, keep looking for creative ways to plug in and, um, and to keep improving and looking at ways that we can continue to, you know, bring, bring fruit and, and, and love around the, the country, the world and in all of our own environments and all of our own relationships and circles. So, um, I'm going to keep doing that on my side and, um, you know, it's, it's a pleasure to be here with the convene group. And for me personally, that's been a, a great way. I've, I've had some personal growth and I get to keep improving, uh, and, and hopefully, um, uh, that continues to have more impact around me, uh, in doing so.
0: Josh Wilbur, thank you so much. And God bless all the work you're doing at Steep Coffee. Thank you. Appreciate that.